I noticed that in the video because they do a whole dance and don't recall. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Where they're wearing white shorts. And I was like, those dudes' calves are on point. Like he had been doing leg day. Like he's never missed leg day. You're listening to FOMO Daily's Unbiased, a podcast about a rookie K-pop fan who wants to become an expert. I'm Sean, and each week my less rookie friend Anna will assign me a new artist to check out. I'll spend a week researching them on the internet, and then I'll bug Anna about it afterwards. Hey everyone, I'm Sean. I'm Anna. And you're listening to FOMO Daily's Unbiased. Basically, how this show works, Anna assigns me a new K-pop artist each week, and I go home, and I research it. I take out my research shovel, and I dig, and I dig, and I dig, and I get all the information, and I come back, and I bug Anna about it. Anna, this week, what are we talking about? So this week, we are talking about cars. Yes, we are! Oh, God. They're so flipping good. I love this group. Anna, on a scale from 1 to 10... Where do you think you are with knowledge about card? So it's going to be really low, really low this time. I would say 2.5 out of 10. That is disgusting. You make me so mad. I, I'll give myself, this is ambitious. I would say I'm like a four to five. And that's giving me a learning curve because I don't know what I'm talking about. But I feel like in my breadth of knowledge, <clears throat> it's a four or five. Yeah. So hit us with those sweet, sweet card info, even though I already know it all. Yeah, so I'm going to tell you what I know, and then you can you can add on and just interrupt me and correct me I will. when I'm wrong. Gladly. So there's a, they are a four-member group, yes. Fact. There are two male members, two female members. So far, correct. Their names are Jacef, BM, Somin, and Chiu. But I know Jacef and BM are their stage names, yes, mm-hmm. the two guys. Mm-hmm. One of them's Matthew, Matthew Kim from L.A., right? Like and then you. the other guy, I do not remember his Korean name, but he is from Korea. I could not tell you if it was sitting in front of me because <laughs> I would definitely butcher it. They are signed to DSP Media, mm. which I know as an like older K-pop fan, um, that's the entertainment company that Kara is under or Kara was under. K-A-R-A. I know that name. Interesting, right? Kara and Card. Very creative. I'm going to headbutt you <laughs> so hard. As of now, they have a song, Oh Nana, and then Don't Recall. Mm-hmm. And then also, I believe their concept is they have a hidden version for each song. Correct. And so the hidden version for Oh Nana mm-hmm. was the newest member of Kara. She was the hidden card, Youngji. And and then their most recent is Don't Recall, and then their hidden card or version of the song is the English version. And then they're supposed to be coming out with a new song called Rumor. And so I'm actually looking forward to seeing their third song come out because, yeah, it's there's been only two songs. What's your deal, Anna? And you're normally like bubbling over at the brims with excitement over these groups. What's going on? So I think I'm a, I'm, I have to say that my bias is not card. I'm not a huge card fan. You're a joke. Um, but I'm also a little jaded because over the years of K-pop, 
um, the co-ed groups never really last long. So it's kind of like I don't want to get my hopes up. Because don't want to become too attached because scandals happen. I feel faster, and the fandoms die quicker with wow. co-ed groups. Well, I will make a compelling case at the end of this podcast as why they will be the longest-running K-pop group of all time. And, and what will happen if that doesn't happen? Then I'm wrong on a podcast, and nothing <laughs> changes. Fine. <laughs> so we just did 21. And we just did Shiny, mm-hmm. and you were like mega into those. Do you think it has to do with the fact that, for me, this is a new group? I get to be at ground floor with this group because I'm I'm very invested in this group. Yeah. I think they're very good, very, very good. And I think it's interesting because I feel like that was your kind of segue into K-pop. Yeah, like Card would be the first it one was, of the first groups that kind of grabbed your it attention. It was J Park, Avs. Blackpink. Then I think Card, I think Card I heard first. Or I really latched onto them because it's almost this, uh, their music is almost tropical housey, almost Drake esque mm-hmm. without being Drakey. I'm really enjoying the idea that <clears throat> I get to see these songs as they come out in these videos. Yeah. And I for think sure. conceptually they're mega dope. What has it been like getting into K-pop, um, getting into K-pop artists specifically from the beginning? When we talk about groups like Shiny or 21, I don't have a reference point. Mm-hmm. I don't have, I was X amount, I was doing this in my life when I first heard 21. The, when I first heard 21, I was told to listen to 21 <laughs> on a podcast, which yeah. is a valid way to hear like hear them. But Card was in a part of my life where I left my job to pursue entertainment, you know, and that's, it's a, it's gonna, this is gonna be a huge time of my life when I'm 30 or 40. And yeah. like, now I have like card had stuff come out. I don't understand what they're saying, but I feel it. You know what I mean? Like, so like, it yeah. has an emotional anchor point in my life as opposed to these other groups where I just think they're dope. Yeah. Like, so I'm thinking like when I, when I first got into K-pop and then I started getting into the zone and just looking at websites after school because I was in high school and browsing through a lot of different articles to find new information and then every single day keeping on track because I don't think Twitter was popular back then. Probably not. Probably not. So I would be checking those blogs every day. Mm. And I'm wondering if you do the same for Card. Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is where I... I daily put card into Twitter search yeah. just to see if the new like if rumors came out or there oh, is okay. a new thing about it. Yeah, or that's what I was wondering. We've had some people that have been listening to the podcast that have been super helpful and tweeting me all types of nice stuff. Actually, I want to shout out a special dude, Kenji Dot T. Before we even before we even put out the shiny podcast sent me a video about why card is doing so well like a very comprehensive video on why as a co-ed group they will have longevity and they've kind of had more support behind them than other groups have and even down to their dancing which i found very interesting so i'm interested in what that video talked about of why Card will be successful as a co-ed group compared to other past groups. They talked about how 
certain gendered groups have certain identities to their dancing where it talked about how BTS has very striking power moves yeah. was the term that they used which seemed like he's very confident about it so I imagine it's a real term but very like I think of uh, Not Today uh-huh. where they're like pop 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 yeah. pop it looks like their shoulders are going to fly off their bodies and then he used a comparison point of a group even like Blackpink where Blackpink is more of this aggressive style for a female group but they're, mm-hmm. he, they're just the dancing is not as powerful and mm-hmm. angular and it showed a video of uh, some stuff from On- Onana where their their dancing is almost a mixture of the two and also showed that I don't know a lot of the other co-ed groups. I only know co-ed whatever, co-ed uh, generation. Co-ed so school. I don't know all of them, but I know a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's co-ed school, Definitely. there's Clover, there's Sunny Hill, there's Eight, um, and those are all the ones that I can think of off the top of my head that I know. Yeah. Do any of these groups have a clear concept or is their concept almost that they're co-ed? Thinking back to Sunny Hill especially, they they have changed their concepts a lot. But then at the same time, Sunny Hill kind of dropped the male quicker. Right. And they became, they started performing as a just a, just female, a group. female group. But I don't know. I just don't think that they got enough marketing. Also because... Songs that are combined with male and female vocal or even female vocal and male rapper do really well, like featured songs. But, but not then, as a whole. Not as a group, if that makes sense. Um, I feel people, there aren't many people who only support that, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's more the wider audience is for the all boy group, all girl group. But when it's co-ed, it's still a little tricky and they're still trying to figure it out whereas now i see like card can do well because they work more uniformly it's not very oh this is a girl these are are girls this is the the men's part this is the woman's part but it's more they're all kind of working together working together i'm not being crazy i'm not being crazy when i think that they're different that i think that they're setting it up the right way but i think they also came out at a good time you know, right. whereas now K-pop has changed a lot since those groups that I mentioned before, mm. which were released way 2010. It's been like a gap almost. Yeah, and K-pop has changed so it much. Has. Thank you, Jay Park. Now, smaller entertainment companies have grown to the point where those groups aren't the only, the big three, I would say, mm-hmm. aren't the only companies that really have Are a stronghold on the K-pop industry. It's really interesting you bring up that point because I think with that, we can see the parallel in American music, not to, it's even happening more now, especially after dudes like Macklemore and, he's a bad example, uh, Chance, Chance the Rapper. I was thinking Chance, It's where yeah. there's independent artists mm-hmm. that produce whatever they want Chance. and they're huge. Yeah. Chance is huge, right? I love Chance. So now we have these these artists like Cardin, we can draw it back to Jay Park, where they're putting up their own stuff and they're putting up what they want to put up. And it's also much more fluid. It's easy to overly sexualize the idea of men and women being in a group together and doing stuff together. That's yeah. just like... 
I mean, that's an American culture. And I, it seems from what we've talked about that in Korean culture, that's also not an overt thing, but that's just like an underlying thing. Mm -hmm. And I think they do a really good job as a group with choreography and singing in their interactions where it's not that at all. They complement each other as, a spo as opposed to being diametrically opposed, like oh, the yeah, opposites. Yeah. But I think they play that strength really well. Yeah. Of that it's just it's it's men and women being in a group together to like just to the maximum uh, presentation of that. So basically, CART is different from the other co-ed groups because they're more of a four person group rather than two guys and two girls trying to yeah. make it work. Whereas CART, they do it well. They're one group. They're four people and they they complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. As a. I, Maybe the other groups set out to do that, but it feels that they're doing it very well and it's being presented that way. I do believe, and I don't think I'm off thinking that they have a really good chance of being a really successful group. Because if you look at songs like Oh Na Na, they did a really good job of following up that song with Don't Recall. Yeah. Because Oh Na Na was a lot, it was very female vocal heavy. It was still very good. And then they had the hidden card of the lady from Kara. I don't know Young her name. Young G. Uh, Young G. Young G. She's really cute. She She's has a adorable. really nice big smile. Nice like big smile. The other thing is their style to me seems very eclectic. They have these moments where they all dress the same, mm -hmm. right? Where they're all wearing the same clothes to do the dance sequence. And then they go to these other parts of the videos where they're wearing very different things. And it's very like chic. I don't know. I don't know anything about fashion, but it's a different. It's less in your face to mm, me. I see. It's muted, but in a powerful way. Even their color scaping in the videos uh -huh. is very dark. Very dark, and then they have these really stunning visuals of uh, Chiboy Matthew when he's sitting in the corner, but it's a projected water cube that he's in. Uh, it's very striking visuals that aren't as I would say aggressive as things like Four Minute or Blackpink or BTS that I really like, but they're more of an understated, like we're just doing our thing. You can totally tell you're biased because even if you watched other K-pop videos, there are really stunning visuals in other groups, but I bet you, you, can, you won't see it like that because they're a different group. But because you love Card, you notice all the little details. I think it's, to me, it's not that they're not stunning because they are. I K-pop point blank like end of statement do stunning visuals yeah no matter what group it is mm -hmm. but to me it's it's that it's totally different I don't know I like them they're great uh you get it I think they're dope Anna's right I was trying to defend it but I'm just gonna give in and say the cards much better than everybody because I like them and I know what I'm no talking and about. that's that's the same way with me too yeah. that's why with card for me it's I enjoy it, but I don't see what you see because they're not my bias. Yeah, Whereas and also you don't... I'm waiting like for the next time Shining comes up with a new song mm. and I like watch the video and I rewatch it and rewatch yeah. it and I notice different things, but... Like the lighter in all the card videos? There's a lighter in all the card videos. And then see, like I, I would never care to video, know that. And then they were playing chess in the Don't Recall video and it could be something different, but they're all about games because life is a game. Card! Did you know that they all represent... a? A card? Yes. Oh, I thought that was... I very much enjoyed that. Do you know what the K-A-R-D are for? Yes. Ish. Why don't you explain it? K is for the king card, and that is B-M, or Matthew Kim. Big Matthew. Big Matthew. Yes. And then the A is the ace card, which is Joseph. 
or his Korean name is Kim Taehyung, mm-hmm. right? He's also, oh, yes, he is the ace card. The R is for color joker, who is Chiu. So the R coming from color. Mm-hmm. And then the D, which is interesting, is for dark joker, but her card name is black joker. Mm. If we're talking, it's called unbiased. I'm throwing down biased. This is yes. That's how it's the multiple. Because can I have more than one? If I had yeah. only one, it would be Matthew. You Kim. can also ship them together. BM. I don't want to ship them. All I'm right. going to ship Matthew and me, but in a band. Like I, he'll rap and I'll play drums for him. Okay, I think cool. he's very good. And he also seems like a much bigger dude. Like legit, like bigger than most K-pop artists. I noticed that in the video because they do a whole dance and don't recall. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Where they're wearing white shorts and i was like those dudes calves are on point like he had been doing leg day like he's never missed leg day he's he was and i also like his his lead lead-ins he does a lot yeah. of lead-ins into chorus mm-hmm. like uh in don't recall whatever the english word mm-hmm. he does a lot of pre-choruses which i always have a great appreciation for pre-chorus lead-ins even if, i think his dancing is dope and his rapping's good too and he talked about in an interview that he used to just do ciphers, mm. which is, for those of you that don't know, a cipher is any sort of a sharing of rap or or beatboxing or, or music. In music, yeah. it's a jam, like a, the equivalent yeah. of just people getting together and practicing their yeah. thing. Ciphers are like rap, oh, not rap battles, but just people yeah. rapping with each other. And he was he talked about how growing up in LA, he used to do that with all of his friends. And that's why he is a rapper in the group, because that's what he does very mm. well. I like him and then the lady that's blonde in all the videos. I don't remember her name. Jisoo. Jisoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a super good voice. I think the other woman in the group has a better voice, but I like her voice. Interesting. But I'm, I'm a big fan of everybody in the group, and I think that has to do with, I don't know, maybe I'm missing it, but they don't have an announced leader. They have their people that play their particular roles, and maybe Matthew is the leader because he's the king card, but I think... I think they're doing a good job of pushing them as where they're all, they all play their roles, but there's not a leader. Mm. At least nothing, none of their interviews come across like that. None of their, on any 21 interview, it was clear CL was the person they were using to really push that group. Not that there's nobody else in that group was pulling their weight. They were all really good, but in interviews and in a lot of videos, even if I wasn't aware of CL's ability, it seemed like a lot of things were geared towards CL as opposed to card. I think they do a really good job of, uh, they're a unit. Mm. There's not a lot of focus on, they sing when they're, even when they're singing their own parts, there's a lot of like group shots of even if somebody's singing, there's another person in the shot. I'll also point out that not all leaders are the main spokespeople mm. it happens well, it, it happens that 21 cl is very vocal and she's she's more aggressive in the way that she's able to talk about 21 and things like that but for example just we were talking about shiny shiny onu is the leader but he's not really the main person who speaks about so shiny what is the They're, leader's role technically i think the leader it depends on the group, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's by age. I believe like the oldest member will be the leader sometimes. But I think it's also the person that keeps the group grounded. Mm-hmm. 
And so Onyu is taking care of the other members, asking them how they're doing and right. things like that. So I, I just want to clarify clarify that for you. I appreciate but that. But I could be wrong. And that's my that's my personal opinion on the leaders because, yeah, I don't... Onyu is not a very talkative right. guy. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's maybe... Okay. Well, and either way, I think Card is... A, a bit of a departure yeah for that. sure that they don't have a specific, specific member who's the leader. the leader yeah and i don't know which one it is of the two ladies but one of them has a very long career before she was even in the group in japan she had a huge career in japan where she was in a group oh yeah uh so mean the so face mean. Yeah. Or the visual. She, she was in a Japanese girl group under the same company, DSP. Yeah. And then yeah. she was that group. After that group, she went back to being a trainee when she was on like a game show where she came in second to be in another group. Baby Kara. And then she was after that group in another group and then left that group and then came over. Wow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She was in a new girl group called April, but left the band. And then, and I believe she's in when they were pushing card at first, they were saying, "What's her name? Somin uh-huh. from April is in this group." Mm. So she had like a, a very. I think I read something, yeah. uh, an article that was the title of it. And then the the other no dubs. Chiu. We don't say the dub. No. Chiu. She also, in an interview that I watched, talked a lot about how she was a trainee for a while, which is bonkers because she's 20. Uh, yeah. Like, so I don't, that's, that's a, she, she said she was in a lot of different groups leading up to that group, which led me to Googling a group called The Ark, which is a group that didn't even make it to being a group. They were a female group that did very strong dance moves that I would like to know more about, and I will one day. Huh, so she was a former, it was a different entertainment company. Oh, okay, FNC. maybe that's what it was. Yeah. And the, Yeah, she said she was in there for a while, and then this was like, she switched over to the and other group. And then within two it was, months, it was and like then, that. Yeah, and then she debuted yeah. with Card. Again, it's really interesting for me because I'm watching these interviews, and they're almost happening in real time because some of them are sent to me by some of our lovely Fumble Daily people because they know that I don't yeah. know what the hell I'm doing, so they have to help me. And then I see a lot of them pop up on YouTube, like this group is pushing their new thing and i get to watch them mm. and that's where i learned all about matthew i don't Seth doesn't talk a lot in these videos he's a, he just eats foods and smiles mm. interesting he's supposed to be the ace right yeah so anna first question to wrap this this bad boy up do you have a bias i have a bias not through anything musical related or talent related but I think I'm rooting for Matthew because he's a Korean American. Uh, so I want to root on. And I think he aud- auditioned for K pop star. That, um, yep. So I said it in an interview that I watched. Yeah. So I'm rooting for him because to see a Korean American make it big in Korea, I'm always rooting them on. Like Ailey, Eric Nam, um, a guy from Day Six who actually went to my church back home. I know a very popular guy who was born in Seattle oh, and is yes. doing quite well. What's his name again? Park Jebom, Jay Park. Jay Yeah, Park. so that that's another reason why I was such a hardcore fan of Jay yeah. Park in the very beginning. Right. So I'm always rooting for my KAs. 
Okay, you can do oh. it. Y'all can do it. I don't know if you'll ever be listening to this. <laughs> they but. will. Anna, and they will invite you into their circle. <laughs> they have lunch once a month. They have brunch. And they and get it, boxed out. And, and, this, and this really great person from FX, her name is Amber. I really like her. Yeah? Yeah, I wish she it. was my friend. Part dose of my questions. Has your feeling on card changed from the beginning? Seeing how excited I am about this growing up. And maybe talking a little bit more about where they came from. I don't know. What do you think? <sighs> so I'm a little hesitant. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm what I'm more looking forward to is their third song yeah, coming right. out. I I think mm-hmm. but the like you talking about them and explaining about them and me having to also listen to them over and over again and their find out songs. more information. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've heard those songs on repeat for a while. But um it's definitely making me look forward to their next song and then seeing their potential from there. And possibly that song could be could hook me on. Because yeah. like it's only I, two songs right now. Yeah, and like Shiny, I keep referring back to them because I love them, but Truth. The first song didn't catch me at all. Oh. It was like, no. And then their second song came out, Love Like Oxygen. And then from then on, the third song was like, what is this? But then it was wonderful. But then after that, it was just wonderfulness. Mm. And it was amazing. So I'm looking forward to the third song, honestly, and possibly a full album. Yeah. Hopefully. So I'm really I'm definitely going to give them a try. I'm excited to see what that third song sounds like. Yeah, because I think they're being very deliberate about when they're put. What kind what does the song sound like that they're putting out? I think it's very onana and don't recall sound similar, but are very different in what they're presenting about the group. What, what do you want rumor rumor to sound like? I want to I want to hear something that's similar to what they've put out. Maybe edging more on the TM bangers. How would you feel if it was a super cutesy song? I don't think it will be. It just, but what if? What, what if? if? How would you react? I'm actually more in the camp of if it's a ballad. I don't like ballads. It's mm. a. It has to be very. Maybe they'll do it. It has to be very good. I don't like ballads because ballads in general in music to me are a cop-out unless you do them very well mm. it's easy to write a sad song you just put it in minor and you say sad stuff i have a lot of respect for dudes like sam smith i think sam smith does ballads really well yeah but it's, i think they're easy to phone in in my personal opinion however i want it to be something a little bit more upbeat than what they've put out but in the same vein you know mm. where both of these songs are kind of chill ish songs i think it'd be cool to see what they sound like with it hyped up but i have a feeling it's going to be a ballad really i think it it would make sense because the two songs they put up are upbeat enough for people to dance to them yeah and they haven't really shown the ballad side that they do and i know Mm -hmm. that k-pop groups do ballads no matter who they are they all do ballads yeah so i i have a feeling it's going to be about it also based on the title rumor Rumor sounds like a ballady song about rumors or singular rumor. Mm. And I wonder what the hidden card is. Yeah. You can think about that. They got a good thing going there. A hidden card every single time. Why not? Especially for the first three releases, because I imagine if they're going to do three releases, then release the album, those three are the songs that they're banking on being the singles, because they already released yeah, them the as singles. T- yeah, and then... 
So that's what I feel. Maybe the third could be another type of banger, oh, but yeah. then they could release an album that has more of like the maybe ballad. a sol- a solo song mm-hmm. by someone and then ballad. I just want to talk about Cart and their use of rhythm. They use rhythm so well. Ah. Oh, sorry, Sean, but we can go on and on about Card, but you know, Whoa, we don't have time for universe? that. We don't have time for that. So we got to wrap things up here. Wow. Just I'm kidding. sorry I've ever done that to you. That yeah, was, how do you feel? I feel terrible. <laughs> I just want to talk about That's Card. That's how I feel every week. And how they use rhythm to define each section of the song. And, uh, and we'll save it. Maybe one day when Card comes to the studio and we get to talk to them. That would be awesome. I would love to meet Matthew Kim. He's a handsome dude, right? That's not just me. Yeah, but also what it's like to be in the K-pop industry. Right, 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 right. That, yep, yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so weird because our roles are totally reversed. Yeah, he's a very, they're all very beautiful. Matthew's really good not, at dancing. He's nope, nope. All right, so. <laughs> if you would like to reach us, we are on iTunes, folks. We love, we read all the comments that are on iTunes. Please rate, review, subscribe. The more you do that, the more people will hear this podcast, the more people will be exposed to the genre of K-pop and all of the great things that you love and enjoy. Uh, you know, like I said, I was new to this less than a year ago, and now it's like the only thing I listen to is K-pop. You can also go to SoundCloud, leave a comment, go to FumbleDaily.com. Check it out over there. We read all those comments and we try to reach out as much as we can over here at FOMO Daily. We have our corner, our section, corrections and omissions. Before we even start this, I would like to apologize for grossly abusing the word like in the shiny podcast. I'm upset with myself and I brought dishonor to my family. Yeah, so I was really encouraged. <laughs> let's let's just start that off. I was really encouraged from um, a comment this this time around. Um, it was from Lucy Smith in um, regards to the shiny episode. And Lucy Smith says, I don't think there were any mistakes in this whole podcast, exclamation mark. And then a smiley face. It was really, this it was really great. Top of the mountain. I, for Anna. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so happy right now. Yeah. Your comment really made my day. And yeah. Shout it, out Lucy. It, shout out Lucy. Although I did have a wonderful day. So you added, you were the cherry on top to my wonderful day today. Anna, what are we doing next week? I want to know. It's been so fun. So we do have a review entitled Thank You, and it says, From Once Upon a Once Upon a Time, Hey, Sean and Anna, thanks for the great podcast. Really love listening to this. It seems like you've been focused a lot on male artists, which I totally agree, Once Upon a Time. And I was wondering if you could maybe focus on some female groups, not that I dislike the male artists. Could twice be arranged for an episode. Anyway, keep up the good work. So, next week, we will be talking about Twice. That's awesome because I hear their name a lot and I'm not extremely familiar with what they do. Sha, sha, sha. Oh, I'm you'll learn guess, about that. Yeah, I was about to say. I guess it's, it's, a, it's a national thing. A national thing? Yeah, like, you know how when one thing explodes, like a fad... It was a it was a thing. Everyone oh. was doing it. Well, I can't yeah. wait to learn about it. Yeah. If y'all want to reach me on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. And the Snapchat. And the Snapchat. My handle on all of those are at Sean Param is me. You've all been so dope. I've had really you've all encouraged me to be on Twitter. I didn't care about Twitter until this podcast. You're all so nice and so kind and send me great videos and stuff. You dope. 
Uh, check out my Instagram. I post a lot of videos of me dancing and rubbing myself in food. All right. So you can reach me at Toma Anna on Instagram and Twitter. I just eat a lot. <laughs> wow. And I like to take pictures of food. This has been FOMO Daily's Unbiased. Go home. Get in your bed. Sleep because you earned it. You did. You put in a good day's work. You did. And even if you didn't, I still love you. And tomorrow is a new day. One day more. This is FOMO Daily's Unbiased, hosted by Sean Perham and me, Anatoma. Recorded at FOMO Daily in New York City. Produced by Kenny Ferreira. Links to references and corrections are in the show notes. Find this episode and all of our other episodes on FOMODaily.com. <laughs>